ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930 present The Drive. It is Tuesday, May 11th. Your drive begins now on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. I'm your host, Paul Swan. You can be a part of the program by calling the White Claw phone lines at 877-420-TALK. That is 877-420-8255. White Claw Hard Seltzer, it's made here. Coming up today on the program, I've got Chris Grassy. Yes, again, I've got Chris Grassy again. It's going to be a theme this week. Marshall in the Final Four, the College Cup. Set to take on North Carolina. North Carolina beats Wake Forest to advance, and so that's the opponent for the Thundering Herd. We're going to hear from the head coach of the Thundering Herd in the next few minutes, Chris Grassy. He was on a Zoom call earlier this afternoon with the media, and of course uh, we're talking about uh, the NCAA tournament getting to the Final Four. Big deal for a lot of people. Chris, it's sort of like... It's old hat for him, just about. He's got some experience on that front, so we'll hear from him. I've also got a couple of comments from North Carolina's coach, Carlos Samanaro. We'll hear his thoughts on the Thundering Herd. As I mentioned, I'll get your phone calls in at 877-420-TALK, 877-420-8255. Some other things happening today for the Thundering Herd. Baseball in action tonight. It's the rubber match against West Virginia. This is taking place at 6.30 p.m. It's going to be in Morgantown. I like the fact these two teams are playing, and baseball gives both teams an opportunity needing a game. So Marshall, West Virginia, the two coaches seem to like each other. That's a good thing. And it's similar to soccer. The two coaches like each other. They have a relationship. They know that it's good for the state. And Chris talks about that, and we'll hear that a little bit later on. But he talked about soccer in the state of West Virginia when he was asked how good soccer has been as of late in the state. And and it seems like this is the best it's been because West Virginia had a team that legitimately should have been in the tournament. Fair or not, them not getting in. I don't know what your opinion is on that. That's why I have Twitter, at Paul Swan, or you can, of course, call the program. But I thought they had a worthy resume. They didn't get in. They didn't get in, and now you know, I wonder, you know, could this have been a team that maybe could have made some noise on the other side of the bracket? They're a solid team. And it's good that Marshall and West Virginia are playing each other, and Chris talks about that. We'll get that in the comments here in a little bit. And honestly, I thought that Chris yesterday was uh, was pretty solid and has just taken it all in because he's been talking about it for how long now since he's been here? Look, we're competing for championships. That's what we do. We're going to compete for championships National championships, conference championships. We're competing for championships here. We're not going to be, oh, hey, it'd be great if we could play for the conference, make the playoffs and, you know, the tournament now and then and you know get into the conference tournament. No, Marshall is playing for opportunities to compete on a national stage, and there we go. Marshall, for the last couple of years, has proven that can be a possibility. And now look at the Thundering Herd in the Final Four. How impressive has Coach Grassy been over the last few years at Marshall? Probably one of the best hires that Marshall has made 
in a long while. The results are there. NCAA tournament. Back to back. When's the last time Marshall basketball has been in the NCAA tournament back-to-back? It's been a while. And I know Coach D'Antoni is trying to get that to be more of a reality. But not basketball. It hasn't happened, both men's and women's. And you see the just the immediacy that Chris has brought to the program and been able to get this program to the point where it's the best program at Marshall right now. And you want football to be on that level. You want basketball to be on that level. You want softball to be on that level. You want tennis to be competing on that level. You want all your sports to be on that level. You want to just get a facility for baseball. You want those sports to be on that level. And they all have trajectories. They have their own journeys. And I think all of the coaches at Marshall have employed, I think they're going to do, they're going to do fine. I think volleyball is going to be very competitive here in the next few years. I think softball is going to be competitive here in the next few years, so I'm not worried about that. I think women's soccer, I hope to see it rise to a level similar to what Marshall soccer has on the men's side. But right now, the Marshall soccer team, the men's side, the best program at Marshall right now. And you can argue with me on that, 877-420-TALK, 877-420-8255. Also on Twitter, at Paul Swan. You can argue with me on that. You can agree with me on that. But I think they're the best program right now. They've got definitely the resume to back it up. Here in the short term, they have put it together. And I hope it's contagious. I hope it's contagious. You see what soccer can do if you put your mind to it and you put everything together? You see what's happening there. Can you do that with softball? Can you do that with baseball? Can you do that with some of the other sports? Now, I'm not one of these people that you're going to say you don't put anything into football or basketball, and I've seen some of those. I've seen some of those comments where you're you're looking at a fan base that's thinking, hey, we, we should go all in on this stuff. You know, maybe... You know, maybe go more into basketball than we should football. And I'm sitting here thinking, well, well, that's, yes, I would like to see Marshall grow to the point where you can go in more on basketball. Yes, I want that. I don't want to deny basketball anything. I don't want to deny football anything. But I like, I like Marshall where it's at with his Olympic sports right now. And I hope the Thundering Herd can find a way to go all in on all of these sports as much as possible. And Chris Grassy, whatever he wants, you give it to him. Whatever he wants. He wants improvements made to a fantastic facility. You find a way to make that happen. If he needs a pay raise or he needs a bump in budget to go recruit, whatever he needs, you find a way to work that out. Because right now, you've got something special right here. Marshall's in the Final Four of soccer, a sport that I didn't think Marshall would be in the Final Four of, men's or women's. And for a while, I thought, okay, you know what? Tennis is the team. Tennis is the flag here. You know, they're having so much success. And, you know, softball, you look at softball, see what they're doing. You know, they're they're doing some really nice things here. They're competing. And we had that one year where we had something really nice with John Elmore, C.J. Burks, and a few other players. And Marshall gets into the NCAA tournament, you know, gets a first-round victory, and you're thinking, wow, okay, you know, we got something here. But 
Marshall could win a national championship here? Tuesday, next Tuesday, we could be talking about Marshall as a national champion. On Monday, we could be talking about Marshall playing in the national championship in the final. We've got that. Or it could all end coming up this weekend. Very possible, but still, Marshall's in the College Cup in the Final Four, taking on North Carolina. I've got Chris Grassy on the other side. We're going to hear what he had to say today during our presser with the NCAA. Also, we're going to hear from the head coach of North Carolina, Carlos Simano. Get his thoughts on Marshall and what he's got to deal with getting ready for the Thundering Herd. Later on, we're going to hear a little bit about what Coach thinks about Marshall and West Virginia and the state, how soccer has really gotten better. And I'm not going to tell you now, because if you don't know, I'm going to make you wait. But I asked Coach. I had another question lined up, and Keith Morehouse, who was on the call also from WSAZ, uh, I think we both were kind of thinking the same thing. So Keith was first in queue to ask his question. So I thought, okay, well, I'm going to ask this question. And I kind of have an idea. Coach uh, let it out a little bit. Coach was a little hesitant to tell us. And if you don't know, you're going to find out. There could be a couple of special guests coming. There could be a couple of special guests I know of one, and there's a possibility of a second one. We'll tell you all about that. This is called a tease. We'll tell you all about that when we continue here on today's edition of The Drive on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. Now, back to The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Welcome back to the Tuesday, May 11th edition, your drive on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. I'm your host, Paul Swan. Thanks for tuning in. I had a chance earlier in the afternoon to be a part of the Zoom call the NCAA put together with several of the coaches and the College Cup, including Marshall's very own Chris Grassy, the Thundering Herd, upsetting Clemson, then beating Georgetown to make it to the Final Four. I mean, these are some of the best teams in the tournament. And Marshall's now in the Final Four, the College Cup, getting set to take on North Carolina. So you have to imagine, this is a big deal. It's a dream come true for a lot of kids. Depending on the sport, you always want to play in that championship game. If you're a college basketball player, you want to be in the Final Four. If you are a baseball player, you want to be in the World Series, College World Series, you want to be in the World Series. Little League World Series. You want to be in the big games. And for Chris Grassy, it's been business as usual for this guy. He goes out there and he knows it's a big situation, but at the same time, he's been able to keep his team grounded. And he talked about that earlier today when we had a chance to catch up with him. Um, I think probably the biggest thing is, look, all season we've, we've tried to live on that knife edge of, our goal, and we, we haven't been scared to say it for a few years now, is we're trying to win a national championship. You know, and I think with the conference championship in 2019, and then again this year, I think the guys had more belief. But we've always had that extra carrot. You know, the the, the vision and the future of like we want to win a national championship. So, you know, you, you you beat a number one seed or you beat the former champs, and but that's not enough because they didn't give us the trophy. So, 
we, we, we keep focused on the destination ahead and, and the kind of distractions or the ups and downs of the site, they're, they're easier to manage that way. Coach also talked about his opponent. Now, if you were staying around yesterday, kind of keeping an eye on what was happening, if you were following on Twitter or you were at the NCAA website keeping an eye on the score, you found out that the opponent for the Thundering Herd would be North Carolina. Well, Coach has the advantage here. He had a chance to probably watch a lot more of that game than he probably would have if he would have gone later. So opportunity there. He already got a scout. But if you listen to Chris, and I'm going to bring this up here in a minute. There's a reason why. You listen to Coach Grassy. He's very prepared. He already has a pretty good breakdown on his opponent. And here's what he had to say about North Carolina. Uh, you know, obviously, very good team, storied program. Uh, I know Carlos a little bit, uh, you know, for the last, just been on the national committee together and just working together on the 21st century model. So, uh, you know, I've got to know him a little bit through that. Uh, obviously, good guy, good soccer guy. Um, they play sort of 4-4-2, similar to, to Charlotte in style. You know, they'll, they'll try and press you a little bit. Um, similar to probably Georgetown defensively a little bit. And they've, they've got a few, uh, maybe a different style, maybe a little bit more... Um, more sort of direct than, than uh, Georgetown, but yeah, I mean we've seen we've seen enough of the their games this season. I mean, watched a lot of soccer this season, um, and then we were able to watch the Wake Forest game. So we're just kind of going through the scout now. So they're doing the scout now. They're getting their preparation done. But he's already got a pretty good idea about his opponent. He's well versed on him. I thought that was a very thoughtful answer. Now I had a chance to be on the Zoom call with North Carolina's coach Carlos Samano. And this is what he had to say earlier when I asked him to tell me a little bit about Marshall. And what can you tell me about Chris Grassy? Yeah, unfortunately, I, I haven't. We haven't gotten there yet. Obviously, we're still decompressing from last night, so um, I'd be um, throwing blind darts at, at this one right now. I mean, we've seen a little of them, but we're not. A, you know, I haven't been kind of anticipating this matchup for two weeks. Uh, we. We take it one game at a time, and we're going through film today, quite honestly. Um, so we're not we're not there. Um, Chris um, has obviously done a marvelous job with his team and his program to be here, um, and that's about all I can say with any kind of authority or education educated um, answer. Um, but um, we'll get to work on that today. Carlos didn't know too much, and he had a pretty intense situation going on trying to get past Wake Forest. So I, I kind of cut him a pass a little bit there, but he sounded a little nervous. I, I don't know. You know, Chris, he, he's he had a like a really robust answer right off the bat. Hey, you know, I know this guy. This is where I know him from. This is what they do. I, I kind of have a feel for this team. I mean, we're going to do our scout. We're going to do our, our proper preparation for this game. But, yeah, in the back of my mind, I kind of have an idea about this team. You know, Carlos there, um, it felt like he knew that Marshall had a soccer team and the coach's name was Chris Grassy. You know, that's pretty much his breakdown. Now, just to illustrate a point here, this is why I love Coach Grassy. He was asked a question on what stands out about North Carolina. And let me tell you, he pretty much had, right off the top of his head, he had a solid, well-thought answer. Yeah, I mean, they're obviously they've they're a sort of a high pressure team. That the midfield is is uh, very 
motivational, you know, they've got a little guy in there you know, screaming and yelling all the time and kind of keeping the guys uh, going and, and motivated. And I feel like they're a together group. They're very, very solid at the back. And, you know, they've got a couple of uh, uh, electric wingers out there that we have to, to deal with, you know, but I'm pretty confident going into it. I think it's, it's not dissimilar to some teams that we face in the past. So, um, you know, as much as, as they have strengths, I think we, we've proven to ourselves that we can, we can overcome it. And look, it'll be a close game. I think all these games will be, be pretty close. You know, you're looking for just slight edge, you know, here and then I think we have a few ways that we can, we can tactically get it. And then obviously just with our quality and just allowing our guys to play a little bit, I think we'll, we'll, uh, we'll be able to get that, that edge. Pretty good answer, right? Well thought out. He had a good idea about his opponent. I mean, I'm pointing this out because I just kind of felt like I didn't get anything today from the Zoom when I was on with North Carolina's coach, Carlos Samano. He was asked about, hey, how do you combat a Marshall team that just likes to take up a lot of time with possession? And here's what he had to say. Yeah, I think at this point in the year, we are who we are and they are who they are. So I think it just comes down to you know, who can kind of – be better at what they do. And look, we just played Wake Forest and I, th- I thought you were describing them, right? So um, we got a little dress rehearsal last night and, um, you know, we'll be prepared. We'll, we'll play our game and try to focus on what we do best, um, you know, stay compact, um, be opportunistic, um, you know, play in behind, get forward. Um, we're okay at move- maneuvering the ball um, if we need to as well. And, um, we're a gritty, tough team that, you know, we're going to, we're going to show up and, and give everything we got. And I, I know that our guys, uh, they're not getting out of the way of anybody. Pretty standard coach speaky type answer to a question. Well, that was all coach speak right there. Yeah. You know, they're who they are. We're who we are. I really didn't get much out of that today. I was... I'm like, okay, I get it. You haven't watched the film yet. Maybe in a couple of days, maybe I get a better answer out of him on what he thinks about Marshall, but it just wasn't there today. Now, let's talk about Marshall being in a big situation. You're in the College Cup. You're in the Final Four. And for a lot of teams, this might be a wide-eyed open experience. You're looking around. You're you're one of the four best teams. You're you're the four left. You're you're in a situation where you're competing for a national championship. Oh man, this is great. And this Marshall team I don't think they're walking around right now with the big head. I don't think this is the the team that has the wide eyes just, oh, wow, we're, we're here at the Final Four. I mean, we're in the College Cup. No, I think this is, they're going to have fun. They enjoy being with each other. But big occasions, they have been around big occasions before. They know how to handle situations like this, as Chris Grassy explained. Uh, you know, I think they've all... Uh, a lot of their backgrounds, they, they come from sort of professional academies overseas. So they've obviously been around um, first team football there in, in these, you know, 50, 60,000 seat stadiums, 90,000 seat stadiums at Sao Paulo. Um, and so they've kind of seen the big events, you know, growing up. And that's kind of been always in their, you know, their dreams of, of trying to make it to that. And I think, 
you know, so they have that background. Obviously, we've had some big, intense games, and the games have just got bigger and bigger, and um, they're kind of getting used to it now. But I think one of the big things is, look, the togetherness of this group. Um, obviously, you know, since we're all fully vaccinated, it's 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 nice to be able to hang out together and um, they can socialise a little bit, and that really gives us strength. You know, I think they, they pull strength from each other, and I, I feel like the more we can stick together on the field, the more we can continue that. Um, sort of the friendship and the brotherhood that they've got and support each other, you know, that's always our key is like, just, just work for your brother, you know, do the hard run and do the hard work for your brother. Um, and, and the more we've been able to sort of be around each other on this trip and the longer this trip's gone on, I think the, the closer we've got, and, you know, it's, it's really felt like a preseason sort of bonding trip in a way where it's uh, everybody's just buzzing off each other and, um, you know, really sort of enhancing those connections. So, you know, I think that'll be the, the two strengths that we'll have going into to the big occasion. Chris Grassi, we'll hear more from him when we continue. We'll get your phone calls in, 877-420-TALK, 877-420-8255. That's your opportunity to join us on the White Claw phone lines. More Chris Grassi when we continue on today's edition of The Drive on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. Buckle up, Paul Swan has the wheel on The Drive, ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Welcome back to the Tuesday, May 11th edition, The Drive on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. I'm your host, Paul Swan. Thanks for tuning in. You can always be a part of the program by finding me on Twitter, at Paul Swan. You can also join the program, use the old-fashioned phone at 877-420-TALK, 877-420-8255. We thank White Claw for sponsoring our phone lines. White Claw Heart Center, it is made pure. Now, We've been talking about Chris Grassi. He had an opportunity today to speak to more than just the Marshall media as the Thundering Herd is in the NCAA College Cup, the Final Four of college soccer. And we talked about earlier in the show about trying to stay grounded. We talked a little bit about his opponent, North Carolina, and why this team is ready for the big occasion. If you missed any of that, you can, of course, download our podcast later on. It's posted on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcast. So he's talked about the opponent. He's talked about why this team is capable of rising to the occasion. It's a team that is composed of players who understand what big events are. They've been in big events, so nothing is really going to phase this team. So we had some sort of featureish stuff asked of Coach as well, some good questions about a couple of players. First up, Coach talked about Max Schneider, a young man, his journey this season, and he's been key for defense. You talk about his improved defense, it's been key for the Thundering Herd, and Coach talked a little bit about that. Yeah, I think, uh, you know, he's had, a, he's had a, you know, a bit of a tough season, I think, just kind of, I think everybody has, you know, like getting started after soloing out with COVID. And then, uh, you know, he's, he's had a lot of guys keen on him this year, where I think his freshman year was a little bit easier for him. You know, he was a little bit, left a little bit more open in the midfield. And so guys were, were sort of giving him the ball. And I think teams had scouted that very well. I know last year we just thought whenever we could get the ball to Max in the midfield at the beginning of the game, hey, we're going to win this game. And it generally worked out that way because teams would leave him alone. But I think this year teams have keyed on him a little bit more. So he's been a lot more scraps, a lot more physical battles. And, you know, obviously he's he's come through that. And, and I'm just, you know, I think he's done a terrific job of it. And I just really, I'm really excited for 
you know, how this season is going to impact his development, where he's had so much attention and we've had to figure out ways and he's had to figure out ways to deal with, you know, the the, the pressure of opponents and, and little, like, solutions, new solutions, you know, like greater problems. Mickey come up with greater solutions and, and that's been, I think this will be a great learning season for him and, and will help him throughout his career as he, you know, goes from here onto the pros and onto the, um, the future of his career. Another question that was asked of Coach Grassi was about his keeper, Oliver Asimla. He has called him the best keeper of the country. He's talked about how great he is. He's he's all in on his keeper. And Tom Bragg from Herd 24-7 asked him about his keeper, just, you know, to talk a little bit about him also. He asked the question, how did you get him to come to Marshall? And here's Coach's reply to that. Yeah, I mean, Ollie's is super interesting because we didn't think we could get him. You know, we really liked him out of JUCO. Um, you know, he was at two different JUCOs and, and sort of trying to get him in and, and, you know, had to do a lot of summer school classes to get in. At one point, we just didn't think it was going to be feasible. Um, you know, so we kind of, you know, unfortunately, we were like, hey, we, we might have to look at a few other goalkeepers. So we had a couple of guys backed up to him, but... You know, then we just kind of got the like it looked possible, and he was like, "No, coach, I can do it. I can get all these credits in." Um, and obviously, he's just a, he's a really excellent student, and so he just worked diligently through the summer to get all his credits, and we brought him in. And you know, he was as committed to us and playing for Marshall as we were about getting him in. So you've got to give him absolute credit for that. Like this is the place he wanted to play. This was the you know the, the environment, and you know, I know Petzer went over to see him in Germany. I went over to see him in Germany, and uh, you know, watching him play in JUCOs, and he. Uh, you know, but he was as committed. He was as serious about coming here as we were about getting him. So that was great. And then, what makes him the best goalkeeper in the country? I mean, tell me what he's bad at. Tell me, there's a goalkeeper in the country who can play with the feet like he can. He's brilliant on crosses, shot stopping. He's calm. He doesn't get like, you know, flustered at all. He, there's not. He doesn't have a. He doesn't have a hole in his game. So that's. You know, it's essentially how you build a soccer program, right? You, you try and have no weak positions. And, and as a goalkeeper, if you're good on crosses, you're good on shot stopping, you're good on you know, distribution, there's, there's really, you know, not a lot left to, 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 poke, to poke holes in for, for his game. And, you know, he's had a lot of attention. I've had a couple of calls about him already. A um, couple of teams want to get him in for the summer pro teams and have a look at him. And, you know, he's going to have a, a bright future. And, you know, we think he's, he's definitely special. I don't know what he's going to do academically. Hopefully he sticks around. He's got a plan to finish with a master's degree because he's, you know, he's that, he's that kind of smart guy where, you know, the, the COVID advantage that's given him is, has led him to, to be able to finish with a with an MBA, so he'd like to do that. Um, but, you know, he's going to have a bright future. He's a terrific guy, so, uh, you know, whatever happens will happen, but he's, he's brilliant for us right now. As I mentioned, Coach High on his keeper. Now, that's something I like to hear. You know, pros are interested in him. He's someone who wanted to be at Marshall. Yeah, that means that Coach Grassi is building something here that players want to be a part of. I mean, that's my takeaway from that. Now, another question that was asked of Coach today was his experience. If you know his background, he's been in a lot of these things. He's not just showing up for the first time. Here I am. I'm the new kid on the block. He's got a lot of experience wherever he goes. He has been part of success at whatever level you want to talk about. We can talk about his success and we can talk about his victories and championships. We can talk about it all. And he's got something that he can focus on. And he reflected today, uh, C.J. Harvey asked this question, he reflected today on his past experience in College Cup. 
Yeah, it doesn't change if anything. It builds, you know, the, the sort of the um, the failures, I guess, through the through the year. We we, we went out in the in the College Cup in the semi final against Akron, and the year they won it. And we, the Michigan team, I was an assistant coach on that team, but those guys were brilliant. Um, I thought we we could have won that game. We had every opportunity, you know. It came down to a hair to lose that game, and then you know, same thing with with Charleston. You know, we went three times, and I thought we had the best team every time, and it's. A little bit of luck, you know, a deflection off some defender's back that takes the ball into the opposite corner. Um, just a little bit of luck. But I think what those, what those things do for me personally, like they drive me. Like I have, I mean, I wake up in the morning thinking about those things, you know, and, and they they drive me to, to make sure I don't leave anything unturned, unturned or look under every rock and, and make sure we, we find the best players and make sure we, we scout the opponent the best we can, make sure we do every every little thing because... You know, once you get to to here, once you you get this, it is you do need a little bit of luck. So you just don't want to feel any regret at all of like, hey, should we have said this or should we have done this or should we have worked on this? Um, and so that's been really driving me from from day one, really. Uh, you know, since uh, the first Michigan one in, in 2010 to today. And and, and look, I, I've told the guys about my experiences. They give you these little room keys when you check in, and they've got the College Cup logo and. Of all the medals and things, I think I've saved those and I've cherished those the most. And it's just like, just a reminder, like, I just want the key for the last night. Like, just give me the key for the night after the championship so I can come back to my room fully um, celebrated and, and enjoy it. You know what I mean? I just just want to get that. And I, I tell the guys, you know, what's delayed is not denied. You know, we can um, we can definitely step up and, and, you know, do it this time. And I think it's, you know, it is just, a, it's going to take a little bit. Look, all of these teams, all these four teams are very good. All these teams must be, must have a good culture. They must be feeling, you know, confident about going in because any one of the four of us can win it. And it's just about who puts it together on the day. But I think, I, I guess I'm just enjoying, like, more than more than any of the other times, I'm just enjoying sort of the, the process of it all, you know, and just taking each, each minute by minute, you know, meeting by meeting, Zoom call by Zoom call, uh, training session by training session, and we're just kind of just trying to really soak it all in and enjoy it. I want some of that swag. Not to take away from what Coach was saying, and he had some great points there. I want some swag. Was that a keychain he was talking about? I want a Marshall College Cup or a College Cup keychain. I want some swag. Coach has got a lot of experience to draw from, and he's got a nice collection of swag, it apparently seems to be. Hey, we're all getting excited about this, right? Is that fair to say we are all getting excited about this? And the fan support has been brilliant. Fans are making the trip. They're showing up. Keep an eye on the Marshall Ticket Office. They're updating you on Twitter about if there are going to be single-game tickets available. Keep an eye on that if you want to be a part of this thing and you can go. You want to keep an eye on the Ticket Office social media because they're going to update you on your opportunities to be a part of this thing, and you can work with them because that's been something that has been amazing to watch. The fan support has been there for Marshall. The fan support back home, the fan support online, it's exploded through social media. And I wanted to ask Coach this very question. However, my good friend from WSAZ, Keith Morehouse, he was higher in queue than I was, so he got to ask this question. So I'll give Keith credit. Uh, we both were on the same page, but Coach talked about the fan support, the social media, everything that's been happening surrounding this team. Yeah, the support, you know, from from the Herd Nation's been 
absolutely fantastic. And I mean, they've they've shown us that though since 2019 coming out to games. You know, we we, we broke the record a couple of times at the stadium, um, Hoops Family Field. So we're pretty proud of that. And, and they're following us down here, and we know tickets are, you know, tickets are a hot ticket item in Huntington, and, and the support is is amazing. You know, social media. Honestly, I've tried to stay off it for this this trip. Um, you know, every once in a while, it's just a rabbit hole to go down. It's going to suck up all your time, and you know, I don't really have time for that. We've got to scout ourselves and, and uh, scout the opponents and and see what we're going to be doing. So I've kind of I've stayed away from that, but I definitely feel you know from the people who are connected to the program and and have shown us support all along. You can see they're here to to, to cheer us on, and, and you know, the crowds every time I'm mean, outnumbered the opposition. We've been louder than the opposition. We've been funnier than the opposition. So um, really appreciate the support that we've been getting from Herd Nation. So he's excited. The fans are responding to this. He has definitely generated a lot of interest in Marshall soccer the last few years. The team has been able to elevate the program to new heights. You beat the number one seed. You beat the defending national champion. And now you have an opportunity to go even further, and that's where he wants to go. He said yesterday, they don't remember you. If you if you lose in the semifinals, they don't remember you. They remember you if you win this thing. They don't remember a semifinalist. Forget that. He's not here to show up and be a semifinalist. He's here to be a champion. And he's got a lot of support, as we just talked about. So, as I mentioned, Keith Morehouse stole my question, man. My guy stole my question. So... I had to come up with a quick one. And so yesterday, he was talking about Coach Grassy, talking about a little birdie. And there was some mention of maybe Randy Moss, one of the all-time greats at Marshall University, Randy Moss, maybe coming on down. Well, I kind of wanted to get a little bit more clarity from him. So, hey, can you can you update us? Give me an idea. And let's just say... There's some iconic names in the pantheon that is Marshall Athletics. One of them being an all-time great quarterback. The other guy, all you got to see is all right, all right, all right. I don't know what I'm allowed to say. I'm not allowed to say. What am I allowed to say? <laughs> it's up to you. All right, so I've, I think uh, I think we're going to have Chad Pennington do the speech for us before the semifinal. And then a little birdie told me that Matthew McConaughey might be uh, popping in if we get to the final. Okay, let me get this straight. Chad Pennington, one of the all-time greats at Marshall University. He's behind the soccer team. He's been in big moments. He's a guy you'd want to hear from. And then if Marshall gets to the finals, Matthew McConaughey? Is he going to drop in, wear that terrible suit, that loud suit he was wearing in the movie We Are Marshall? Is he going to wear that? I hope not. But there's a guy that can just put together a motivational speech. Have you ever heard McConaughey speak outside of his acting? Just put together motivational speeches or inspirational speeches. Have you heard the guy? I can't imagine what he would have to say about Marshall or to Marshall. If Marshall's in the finals, Matthew McConaughey's going to roll in. Marshall's got to beat North Carolina. I got to I got to see what happens here. That's just something that has to happen. Marshall's got to get to the finals now because I want to see that happen. I want to I want to know about that. 
I hope they record that so I can see that later. I want to know about that. Finally, Tom Bragg over at Herd Zone. Um, I'm sorry, Tom. Let me rephrase that. Tom Bragg over at Herd 24/7 talked about covering Coach Grassy from his early days in the state of West Virginia. So he knows a lot about how Chris has played a major part in soccer and its development, its growth in the state of West Virginia. So we asked him about soccer, the state of soccer now. It's as good as it's ever been in the state of West Virginia. And this is what Chris had to say in response to that. Yeah, you know, it's a... Uh... It's a great thing to see. You know, I remember even when I was in college in the 90s, you know, I was working on EP camps and, um, you know, working with some of the, the young players up there. And it's just great to see the development in the state. And I think, you know, the youth participation is going to, it's going to fluctuate up and down each year. But I think having, you know, three great sort of programs and then hopefully, you know, the the, the chaos is now, the, it's now the PDL, it's the USL2 now, and then now West Virginia United. And I know, uh, Dan Smee's taking them this summer, so hopefully they can sort of get back to that level that, that we were at with the with the chaos and just continue, you know, all aspects of, of that sort of level. But I think the college teams being so good gives, you know, maybe creates a spark in, in one or two one or two you know future national team players that you know from this area that see okay, this is great soccer. It's a great environment. It's a lot of fun. Like this is what I want to do. You know, I hope my son sees it and thinks, okay, well this this is fantastic. I can go to college and get an education and, and play good soccer and you know, I think it's we want to be able to, to be that spark to to kind of inspire the younger younger generation. I know Strats, you know, at WVU, uh, you know, very well. I know he wants the same thing. And we talk about the Marshall WVU game. It's like we could get ten thousand fans in this, like to live to see it. And we could get you know thousands more watching at home. And you know, we want to kind of make it that that big event that uh, you know every year that you know we want to sell out and just you know have a have an unbelievable environment and just make it the sort of pinnacle of West Virginia soccer. How cool would that be? Chris Grassi, his presser earlier today. I'm looking forward to this thing coming up on Friday. It's going to be fun. Marshall in the Final Four taking on North Carolina. We will wrap it up when we continue with today's edition of The Drive. We're taking Paul Swan everywhere. Download or subscribe to The Drive with Paul Swan on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back to the final segment of today's edition of The Drive on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. Paul Swan, your host. Thanks for tuning in. I do appreciate it. And as you heard the fancy announcer voice just say, if you miss any part of today's show or if you want to go back and catch a previous episode, listen to an older interview, you can do that. All you have to do is subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Wherever you get your podcast is where we're at, so I encourage you to do that. You can subscribe to the show. It'll be delivered to your device, your iPhone, your Android device, doesn't matter. And of course, don't forget, if you can't listen to the show live, we got you covered with the podcast. Or if you're not near a radio and you want to listen to the show, we've got an app for you. Go to our website. A lot of this is on our website. You can find out more how you can listen to the show live by getting our streaming app at wrvc.com. You can do that anytime you want. We've got the podcast on our, believe it or not, we've got it easy for you here. You get our, you get our app. And if you get our app, you can also listen to the podcast on our app. We've got a a tab right there for the show. 
for the podcast. So if you want to listen to the show live, you can do that. Tune in at 5.06, grab it on the stream, listen to it on the website, or if you miss it, you can always pull up the podcast on the app. It's fantastic. It's amazing. All right, I think I've oversold this enough, but uh, I do appreciate everyone being a part of the show today. We will be back at it tomorrow here on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. Thanks for tuning in. I want to thank Chris Grassy for his time earlier this afternoon. Marshall in the College Cup. They're taking on North Carolina. Stick with us. We'll have more details throughout the week. Until then, good night, everyone. Huntington W231BS Huntington broadcasting from the Oscars Breakfast Burgers and Brew Studios. This is ESPN 94.1 at AM 930.